0: present the Unbound Sketchbook Christmas Special, written by Gareth Johnson and Dario Knight.
1: Where is it? It must be on one of these shelves.
2: Can I help at all?
1: I'm trying to find a book for my daughter. It was on her Christmas list and I can't find it anywhere.
2: And what book was it?
1: Hitler, Rise of a Dictator. Mm,
2: I don't think you'll find that one in the ages 9 to 12 section.
1: Well, it wasn't in world history either. What am I going to do? Can I make a suggestion? Go on. How about the Unbound Sketchbook?
2: Come again? The Unbound Sketchbook. It's a delightful little book, perfect for Christmas. Look. It's
1: got a very pretty cover.
2: Wait till you see what's inside.
1: Ooh, Charles Dickens. That's very educational.
2: Charles! So
0: good to meet you at last. Good afternoon, Mr Katzenbergerstein. Wow, what an amazing thing. Here I am with a real-life Charles Dickens. You flatter me, Walter. But I'm afraid I have quite the full schedule this morning. Oh, of course. I won't take up much of your time at all. I gather you wanted to discuss the American publication of my new novella. Oh, absolutely. My company Katzenbergenstein, Katzenbergenstein and Todd would love to publish your Christmas Carol in the States. Wonderful. Although... I hope you don't mind... Mind what? We do have a few suggestions. Pertaining to... Just a few changes, which we felt might help the book sell better across the pond. Oh. Well, I can't guarantee any alterations. Uh, After all, it has done very well here in England. Absolutely. And the last thing we would want to do is ruin the amazing work of literature your very hands and mind have produced. But maybe there could just be a few small tweaks. Such as? Could we change the setting to Detroit? Absolutely not. Ah, Of course, of course. But the plot, we felt it was a little, well, a little slow. Slow? It needs a bit of chutzpah. A bit of action. What would you suggest? Well, maybe when Marley's ghost come to haunt Scrooge, which I love by the way... Maybe Scrooge, instead of being frozen stiff in terror, could leap at Marley and slug him. You want him to punch a ghost? Just once or twice. It peps things up. Right. Uh, Any other suggestions? It needs some sex. I beg your pardon? The chick that leaves him when he goes back into the past. His sweetheart Belle, yes. They never, you know, do it. Do what? Anything. They just talk and break up. Exactly. It's the tragic loss that gives explanation to Scrooge's hatred of Christmas. But couldn't he just stick his tongue down her throat before she dumps him? No. Okay, okay. Then there's the ending. Yes. It just didn't feel exciting enough. The the scene in the graveyard. But it is a chilling warning, sir. A, A catastrophic condemnation of a life lived in avarice. Yeah, but couldn't there be some zombies or something? Like maybe all the corpses start tearing up out of the ground and trying to drag Scrooge to hell so he repents and the ghost of Christmas future. The spirit of Christmas yet to come? Yeah, 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 that guy. He then slashes them all a bit with a sword and takes Scrooge back to the now. Mr Katzenbergerstein... A Christmas Carol is meant to be a light-hearted but haunting exploration of the human spirit. It represents the hope that anyone can be spared if they are willing to look inside themselves and admit when they have done wrong. It is not some sort of perverse, incident-led string of meaningless set-pieces designed to dull the brain and weaken the intellect. Your company shall have no part in publishing my book. I would sooner see it in the hands of a parade of Muppets. At least they might treat the story with some ounce of respect. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to see a man
1: about a frog. You know, maybe a Christmas carol would be a safer bet, actually.
2: Don't rule this book out right away. There's plenty more to enjoy. Look. Right. I call this meeting of the Council of Living Snowmen to order. Is everyone here? Frosty? Present. Olaf? Present. The Abominable? Um, I don't think I'm actually a snowman. What? Uh, I mean, I mean it's right there as part of your name. Even so,
3: I, I think I'm a yeti or something.
2: Oh, right. Well, fuck off then! Fair enough. Right, sorry about that. And lastly, Eric. Present. Uh, present. Now, on to agenda item one. Uh, sorry, uh, who put you in charge? What do you mean, who put me in charge? I'm the snowman. When you've flown around the world with Allard Jones, maybe you can chair the meetings. Oh, uh, Makes sense. So, gender item number one, migration. The good news is that the humans still haven't figured out that we migrate north for the summer to avoid getting melted. The bad news is that last time a fleet of snowmen crossed path with a flock of birds going the other way and... Well, the resulting melee was a horrible mess of blood and bone and scarves and coal and feathers. So, please, plan your routes carefully, everyone.
4: I can handle a few poxy
0: birds.
2: I'm not saying you can't, but this affects all of us. And now, as a result, we all have to watch out for an increase of incidents of getting shat on by robins. Some sort of half-baked revenge attempt by the bird community.
1: I just bought a new hat. You see, now you've upset Ola. Not really, I'm perpetually happy. Right, agenda item
2: number two, global warming. If we don't do something about this soon, there might not be anywhere we can live without melting. This situation is so serious, I'm upping the threat level to a yellow snow alert.
1: (laughs) Don't take the piss! No, of course not. Thank you. If we took the piss out of it, then it wouldn't be yellow snow! A yellow snow alert is not funny!
4: Why should we have to do anything about global warming?
2: It's the human's fault! I know it's their fault, but it's our problem. It stinks.
0: I wish I could tell when something stinks. Pardon? I was just saying, I wish I could tell when something stinks, but when the humans built me, they they didn't give me a carrot.
2: Actually... I, I think they did. It's just... Lower down. Good grief! Oh, so it is.
0: Well, how am I meant to smell anything from
2: there? Um... Never mind. So, ideas for helping with global warming.
1: I don't see what the problem is.
2: We've been over this. Remember what it felt like before you were brought to life?
1: Yeah?
2: Well, imagine feeling like that again, but also being a wet puddle on the floor. That's what will happen if we don't do something about global warming. Oh. Look, first off, we can't be seen to glorify fossil fuel consumption with our sartorial choices. So from now on, no more buttons made out of coal. Instead, you can use these lovely miniature wind turbines. We look ridiculous. Well, we've all got to make sacrifices. Now, agenda point three. This is a rather delicate one, but I feel I have to raise it again. Not! Yes, I'm afraid so. As we all know, there is a fine line between a magical adventure and child abduction.
4: It was one time... I don't
2: care. So please, if you are going to go flying around the world with a child, please make sure you're back by the morning. And remember to cast the spell that makes them think it was all a dream.
4: I'm sorry, all right?
2: If in doubt, remember the rhyme. Back before dawn, it's a magical time, but if anyone sees, it's a terrible crime. Wait,
4: I think some humans are coming.
2: What? Everybody freeze! He says that every time
0: you hey, look, he's a bunch of snowmen. <laughs> it's, it's like
2: they're having a meeting. Have you seen where that one's got his carrot? <laughs> oh, he put it back. Uh, okay. Not there.
0: Oh, come on, it's funny. Anyway, let's go. Okay, guys, uh, break it to me gently. Where did they put the carrot now?
2: You don't want to know.
0: I feel violated.
1: What do you think? Um, still not sure.
2: Try this one. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if
0: I could ask you to settle down. Now, you'll be aware of why we're here. I'd just like to introduce myself. My name is Jeremy. And I will be facilitating this seminar on bullying in the workplace, which your boss has invited me to conduct After recent events. Fucking Rudolph, whiny little squealer. (laughs) Ah, now that is exactly the sort of attitude I'm here to counter. I'll thank you not to interrupt again, Cupid. Yeah, yeah. Now, we all know that Christmas can be a very pressured and stressful time in a workplace such as
2: yours. Only since they let any old tomato nose dipshit pull Santa's sleigh. Dasha,
0: there is no place for that sort of language within the safe space of this seminar. Yeah, whatever, wanker. You are supposed to be working together as a team. Teams are like chains. Each person is a link helping to keep the whole thing together. When we remove or damage one of those chains, everything plunges into darkness. Darkness? Not if one of you'd got a nose like a pissing brake light. <laughs> <laughs> you need to treat Rudolph with more respect. Santa has been very impressed with his work so far.
1: Impressed? He never shuts up about him. Rudolph this and Rudolph that.
3: And don't get us started on how much Rudy sucks up to the boss.
2: More like Rudolph the brown Nose reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling him names.
1: What? Like Scarlet Snow?
2: Stop it! Or Cherie Snoz? Pack it in!
1: Claret Kong!
2: Enough!
0: Look, Rudolph has every right to complain. He feels excluded from the group. Can't you let him join in the next reindeer games night? Easy for you to say. How the hell is he supposed to play hide and seek when his face is glowing brighter than old Santa's cheeks after a night on the gin? There's no need to be rude about Santa.
1: Oh, yeah? You don't see how he treats us. Want to know how he can tell if a reindeer can fly? How? Shoves us off a cliff and hopes for the best.
2: Oh, my God! That's sick! We know, right? I'm going to
4: give him a piece of my mind.
3: <coughs> nice one, Vixen. Fell for
0: it straight away.
1: Come on, let's get ready for the night shift. Hmm,
0: it looks like it's getting
1: foggy. <laughs> Reckon that'll be a problem? I suppose it's okay Maybe just one more page
2: This is a bookshop you know Not a sodding library Pardon? Nothing Holidays are coming Holidays are coming Holidays are coming
1: Someone's very excited.
2: Let's just say a certain holiday themed branded vehicle might be coming to town.
1: You don't mean.
2: Would anyone like a carbonated cola beverage?
1: Oh my god, I've always wanted to see that. I didn't know it toured all the way out here.
2: Come on, it'll be here any minute. Here it comes.
1: What I was expecting. What the hell is that?
2: The Sainsbury's Classic Cola Van! Isn't it fantastic?
1: No, I thought the Coca-Cola truck was coming to town. Well,
2: this is almost as good. Is it though? Oh, it's about to turn all the lights on.
1: Yippee. massive disappointment
2: Never mind, I know what will cheer you up Really? Anyone for a diet cola break?
1: A diet classic cola break?
2: Yep Alright babe, who's up for some Sainsbury's classic cola
0: diet then?
1: (coughs) Really I'm fine
0: Suit yourself?
1: That seems awfully corporate to me Haven't you got anything more traditional? Well there is this one
3: Hello there, can I help at all? Yes, actually. I'm afraid there are a few issues with our room. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. What seems to be
0: the problem? Well, there's a bit of a draft. We're waiting for the glaziers to come and reseal the window shutters. They send their apologies for the delay. But there's no heating either. Some of the more mm, budget suites do offer a more basic package of comfort. You do know my wife is great with child.
3: It's hardly a fit room for her to lodge her in. Well, if you will leave, it so late to book. We're expecting the child tonight, and there's no crib for a bed. There's a manger. And there's no privacy either. My wife is currently in the early stages of labour, and she's having to make social niceties with three shepherds who are so
0: pissed out of their minds, they think they can see angels. I'll get one of the night shift to ask them to move on. Did you at least... Get our welcome basket.
3: Oh, yes, the three chaps in robes brought it over. The gold was nice, but neither myself nor my wife have much use for frankincense, and we don't have the slightest clue what myrrh is.
1: Joseph, come quick! My water's just broke!
0: Christ alive! No, not quite, but it won't be long. No, I mean the floor. Somebody get a
1: mop! Blasphemy, I shan't read any more of this.
2: Wait, wait, what about this one? Everyone loves a panto. Okay, so we need ideas for this year's Panto. Well, do you know, I reckon. Uh, Tim, can I stop you there? I have a sinking feeling I know what you're going to say, and we're not doing it.
1: What? I haven't even suggested anything. Oh, come on, Sam. Let him speak.
2: Go on then. What is it, Tim? The
1: Exorcist.
0: What? I told you. It's perfect. A bit off the wall, maybe, but it's
2: got a ready-made slapstick routine with all the vomiting. Tim, I really think you need to change tack with your suggestions. It was bad enough last year when we did The Shining.
0: OK, boys and girls, you will psychically contact me if you'll see someone with an axe, won't you?
1: Yes! yes!
2: And then there was the year before when you had us do Alien.
0: Oh, dear boys and girls, it looked like Widow Twanky must have eaten too many pie. Look at her massive tummy. Help!
2: Help!
3: I think I'm going to... Oh, God!
2: And the less we say about the silence of the lambs, the better. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Oh, oh no, no you, didn't. you didn't!
1: He's got a point,
0: Tim. All right. Oh! What about Psycho? No. Nightmare on Elm Street?
2: No. Saw? No, no, no. Enough with all the blood and gore. It's Christmas, people. The season of goodwill. You can get horror and terror and gritty social realism any other time of the year, but this needs to be special. In the darkest midwinter night, when the world seems at its most cruel and unforgiving, we have a chance to give a little optimism, a little distraction, a chance to create a warm and loving world that people can feel safe in for those few precious hours before walking back into reality again. We need something about hope. Something about redemption. Something about togetherness. Human centipede.
1: Oh, that'd be a great dance number. Oh,
2: fuck it all.
1: No, I've seen quite enough. My daughter was better off with a book about Hitler.
2: Oh, go on. There's only one more left. And it's a good un Tell me, helmet, are the missiles ready to fire? Reindeer-seeking missiles primed and ready, Professor Chaos. And... The decoy mince pie? Laced with a fast-acting sedative, Professor. And the booby-trapped chimney? See for yourself, Professor.
0: (laughs) Oh, well done, Helmet. You know the reward for success in this organization. Um, is it that you don't shoot us? Yes. (laughs) Another success... At this rate, you might survive till the end of the month. And then, I'd have to pay you.
4: There he is. Hide. Ho, ho, ho. I can't wait to deliver all these presents.
0: Now, fire!
4: Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, holy shit! (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. A mince pie. Ho, ho. Oh, I feel sleepy. Now,
0: quick! Henchman, chase him into the chimney!
4: Ho, ho, who are you? I'd better escape down that chimney.
0: <coughs> what? Where am I? Greetings, Mr. Christmas. I am Professor Chaos.
4: That's Father Christmas.
0: Whatever. And you will reveal to me the secret of your instantaneous world travel.
4: Well, that's easy. But it'll never work for you. Try me. I'm called around the world by the belief and love of children everywhere. You'll never be able to get it to work because not enough people love you.
0: What? That's absurd. Tell me the true secret.
4: That is the secret.
0: Helmet, place the bomb inside his sack of toys. Yes, Professor. Tell me, I detonate the bomb and destroy everyone's Christmas presents.
4: You can't. You'll destroy your train set. What? I brought you a train set. But you can only have it if you let me go and promise to be a good boy.
0: Very well. I will negotiate the train set for your release. There you go. Herbert, set it up, set it up. I can't. Wait. What is this? Batteries not included.
4: But my gifts never come with batteries
0: you know the price of failure in this organisation?
1: Was Father Christmas all right?
2: Well, Oh, oh, no, no, he died.
1: Well, that's awful. How will all the children get their presents? Oh, someone else will
2: take his place. It's like Zorro. When one dies, another person worthy of taking on the mantle of Father Christmas is selected.
1: Well, that's a relief.
2: Why do you think there are so many Father Christmases in waiting hanging about in shopping centres?
1: I'd never thought of that.
0: Unbound Sketchbook Christmas Special.
3: Whoa, oh, whoa, we can't end there. Why not? It's a Christmas special. You're supposed to end on a song.
0: What should we sing?
3: I think you'll find there's only one song that's right and proper to sing on a special holy occasion like this.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday.
0: Unbound Sketchbook Christmas Special was written by Gareth Johnson and Dario Knight and performed by Alistair Sanderson, Emily Pugh, Gareth Johnson, Pete Benson and John North. It was recorded by Pete Benson, edited by Gareth Johnson and produced by Dario Knight for Unbound.